Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. Good morning to you. It is uh, eight minutes after nine o'clock. Hogfanatic.com is brought to you by Patrick Eads and the staff. His great service department at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln. On Mormon Trek, Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars, GT Car and his crew at Supel's Siding and Remodeling, Supel's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROSE, Midtown Family Restaurants, Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, Downtown Iowa City, Kettleson RV in Hiawatha, Premier Automotive in North Liberty, the Oxyoke Inn in the Amanas, Player Sports Bar and Grill downtown, Streets Maintenance, Dr. Lance Forbes Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids, and Bumps Restaurant. Here's Tom Suter from hawkfanatic.com. It's Pat Hardy. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Captain Steve. Pat? Good morning. How's it going over in the main control booth there, Cap? Best show ever? <laughs> Only in this country. <laughs> Only in this country does it happen continually. God, that's just ridiculous. It is. Six victims, including a police officer, is what they are saying. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it is ridiculous. Well, it's hard to focus on the rest of this stuff, you know? Yeah. It's, just, it's just unthinkable. Everything it, else It happens is, every day, just yeah. about. Everything else is trivial. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you have a good weekend? Um, yeah. We had, uh, for Easter, we had the, the girls came over and uh, had some friends in from Denver. And they bought their uh, Siberian Husky over with them. And it was uh, <laughs> chaos <laughs> with Wapsie. Absolute chaos. <laughs> They didn't fight. Did no, they? no, but they, you know. <coughs> Ran all around. Yes. <laughs> but no, it was it was fun, and it was nice. And the weather was so nice, so we yeah. got our porch back together, so we was able to spend a couple days out there, which has been great, because obviously it's been out of commission all winter, so. 
We went to Red Lobster for dinner, and they charge you now for the salad. Is that new? Yeah, they used to give you the salad. It's pretty, I mean, the food was good and everything. It was really good, but, yeah. Well, you go out to dinner anymore, you're going to spend 40 bucks. Easy. Easy. Yeah. 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 A piece of there. <laughs> As I will say, I, yeah. I haven't been at the Red Lobster since it well, you know. uh, was Midtown 2. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally. No, I don't. I don't like seafood, no. so I wouldn't. Well, they have uh, steak, too, now. Yeah, if I'm going to go get a steak, I'll go <laughs> not go to a fish place. <laughs> How about you, Pat? Yeah, I'm with you. You're a little more. Uh, I had, I barbecued, grilled at home. Yum. What'd you have? Salmon and half a New York strip. Oh. I'll have the other half today for lunch. So there you go. Baked potato, corn, and salad. A well, my mom would call that a well-balanced meal. It was good. Yeah, and the New York strip was on sale for nine bucks. And that's even better. Yeah, 12 ounces. Wow. Yeah, New York strip is good. So, yeah. Well, hopefully uh, we're going to be hearing from... uh, Brad Heinrichs here in the next few minutes, uh, head of the NIL uh, Swarm Collective. It's 11 after. I'm starting to worry. I am, too. Do you have a way to reach out to him? I just on online. Okay. He may have forgotten. Well, he may have. I wish I wouldn't have tweeted it. Or he may be busy, and we'll get to us when he can. Now I look like an idiot. Yeah. I'm sure if he doesn't um, call, I'll hear hear from him. He called the last time. Well, we've had him on three times. You can you yeah. can blame me. Yeah. No, I won't blame. I just won't respond. But I'm sure you know how Twitter is. I'm yeah. sure there's people waiting to pounce. Oh, Twitter is just it's bloodthirsty. It's, it is. It's well, it's just the same stuff every day. I mean, well, you get tired of it too. It's just more of the same. I mean, you can't as as I said the other day. You know, you can't say the sky is blue without. Somebody saying, you know, it isn't blue here. Or the world is not flat because some people on Twitter believe the world is flat. Well, I don't even know what to say to that. You know, yeah, I mean, I honestly. How do you explain the pictures? <laughs> I mean, how, do you engage, how do you engage with them? I, I don't know. The way you don't. Yeah. Ignore. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yeah. Uh so I didn't see how the baseball team finished up their third game. I know they, they, lost. they lost the third one. Softball swept Michigan State. They're actually, softball's now 6-3 and three in the Big Ten. That's fantastic. But they had the first game was 14-2. to two. Yeah, they won a doubleheader yesterday. Baseball's just not getting really timely hitting, and they've had some stru- trouble with their bullpen. The starting pitch has been great. Marcus Morgan was just lights out on Saturday. Breck, of course, was good as usual. But yep. Marcus Morgan allowed one hit with seven strikeouts over five innings as the Saturday started. It was on the Big Ten Network. I watched the game from start to finish. Ten innings in about two hours and 20 minutes. Wow. It was a two-to-nothing home run. A couple questionable calls. One obviously went against Indiana, and there was a play at home plate where I think Rick thought the Iowa runner had slid under the tag. It was a bang-bang play. The umpire felt differently. And then the next inning, the 10th, uh, a, uh, Indiana hit a two-run homer to win the game against Zach Volker, who had done a great job, five innings of relief. You know, the, the pitching was – they. They had enough good pitching to win. Right now, though, they're just their offense is not is not coming through. And I guess Indiana's pitching deserves some credit for that. So, yeah, right now baseball's two and four in conference play. So not off to the start 
Still 22-8 and eight overall, but you just hope that these early losses don't come back and haunt them when it comes time for the mm-hmm. selection committee because you know the selection committee does not give a lot of weight and leverage to the Big Ten. Well, and it's just it's unfortunate, too, because the baseball team got off to the, as we talked about, you know, the best start since World War II, yeah. and then they just haven't been able to maintain it. And they've played against two good teams, but still, I mean, if you're going to be good, you got to beat the good, and I'm sure Rick's not going to make any excuses. Um, they just got to get things going. I mean, they're two and four in conference play right now, and that's they got some work to do. So the softball team is obviously, at least at this point of the season, vastly improved over yeah. last year. What is? Are they just uh, everything better? I I I, not, I not couldn't sure. tell. I'm I'm sure. I would think that most everything has to be better. Some of it's the competition too. I mean, um, I don't think Michigan State is a great team by any means, but it was still on the road. It was still a Big Ten opponent, so got to give them credit. Now we'll see if they can sustain it. Yeah. I think they lost two out of three against Northwestern, who's ranked – Northwestern is ranked 20th in the country, so they're good. So, But, no, I mean, the softball teams, they're showing some life. Well, that's good. We need to get out and see some of these games this summer because we yeah. haven't – Yeah, baseball, very good we, I don't know that. if we have the schedule, but they're, I think they're out of town again this week. I think they have back-to-back road series. I could be wrong. Do we have the baseball schedule? Yes, we do, uh, baseball at Minnesota. Okay. With that head, that guy's still the head coach, John Anderson. <laughs> he's been there. I, I believe he still is. He's been there like 80 years. He had, well, he the, had been there 80 years when I interviewed him 25 years ago. I think he's still the head coach. I could be wrong, though. Don't quote me on that. But they're not very good. They haven't been good for a while. So maybe Iowa. They need to win this series. I they, could set you up with another interview if you want. Well, he has plenty of words left uh, <laughs> since the first one. They need to get two out of three at least in that series to get back in this race and, and to start positioning for postseason because obviously the goal is to win the mm-hmm. win the ter- Big Ten. I get, I get that, but the, obviously the goal is to make the Big Ten tournament and then to get into the NCAAs. Right now I think they're 10th in the conference standings, but it's still early. There's a lot of baseball left, so we'll see. But the pitching, the starting pitching was very, very impressive at Indiana. Yeah, I mean, they lost one game two to nothing, and the other game – I think Breck's game they won was it seven to one, and yesterday I think they got beat four to two. I mean they're just not scoring enough runs. So the softball team is hosting Maryland this this weekend. Okay, what's the weather look like, Stephen? Uh, this weekend, a chance of showers both days. Seventy on Saturday, mid fifties on Sunday. I could look at my app and see. If- what weather bug says but you guys ripped it the other day ripped weather bug well i just i always get a kick out of how different it is from his gloom and doom app yours is always positive his is always negative and they're well, so let different me look at weather channel i don't i'm getting to think that maybe brad's not calling in tom it's perhaps se- not it's seven but if you want to go reach out to him online we, captain and i can still we could converse while you're weather yeah. bug says chance of rain Fifty percent Saturday, thirty percent Sunday. That Saturday doesn't sound good. No, well, his will say ninety and a hundred with <laughs> tornadoes, earthquakes, <laughs> earthquakes, tsunamis. On Saturday, it'll just say "run for your life." No, it says rain. Uh, it says rain uh, Saturday, both day and uh, Sunday day, and nights are dry. Okay, so um, uh, Fran hosted a couple visitors here 
this week. I know one of them uh, we talked about briefly Saturday with the rink mast, and evidently he's uh, before he's going to commit anywhere, he wants to see what Nebraska's got to offer. Um, and then the other kid, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it, Cricky, K-R-I-K-K-E. Yeah. Because it's not going to be Crikey because that would be too much fun. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. So evidently uh, that visit went real well, too. But, uh, have you ever heard they, of it? No, it, it, I no. Mean, it's the, have you ever heard a visit not go well uh, no. in the transfer portal? No. I mean, they always go well. I mean, I, it, I, I just wait to see what happens. Because the moment any of these guys decide, there's going to be 50 media outlets tweeting about it and, and what a great fit it is. I and mean, it's just the world we live in. You got all these media outlets just writing about every move these guys make in the portal. Yep, and then I, maybe it's just me, but I'm just, I'm, I can't get into the football scene right now. It's just Actually, our football stuff actually drove pretty good traffic last really? week. Yeah, and then they've got a visitor, they got the guy from Merrimack coming in this weekend, isn't it? The, um, the, the Minor? Minor, isn't he coming in on the 17th? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure they're going to, I would imagine they're going to get one of these guys. I mean. Oh, yeah. Um, but I know some people were disappointed that the Bradley guy didn't commit. Well, you know. There's other schools trying to get these guys yeah. too. I mean, yeah. it, and so, so we'll see. I mean, like I said, they'll get somebody. I mean, most Iowa of, will field a team next year. Yes, we just don't know exactly what it'll look like, um, but we'll see. And without knowing what the roster looked like, uh, a safe bet, judging by history, is Fran's team will be competitive. Fran's team will score, and. Uh, I have a chance to compete maybe for the NCAA tournament. It's every I mean, that's, year. That's the goal. I that's mean, that every seems year. to be where they are every year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, the next step would be to make a run to just to make it to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. That's got to be the next be great. goal. Now, I don't think Fran's obsessed on that the way a lot of fans are, but I, you know, I get where fans are frustrated, what have you. So we'll see. I'm guessing by the end of April, we'll know a little bit more about the roster. Um, so, yeah. And right now, Nebraska's got a little bit of momentum. Now their season ended abruptly. They were on a roll there, and then boom, they just laid a major egg in the Big Ten tournament. But we'll see if Fred can – it'll be interesting to see because um, both Nebraska and Iowa both need both need help inside. Yeah. So both are going to be able to offer the same thing as far as plenty of time. Now Iowa's got a little better – Iowa's a better program right now. But Nebraska's on the rise, so we'll see. I mean, um, yeah, I did see where the kid say that he wants to at least see Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where else he's visited. I, um, um, let's see, Mast. I'm not sure. Either. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I mean, I, I haven't kept up with it maybe as much as I should, but it's just every t- thing these guys do is all over Twitter. I mean, you just got to reach. I mean, there's just so many reports on this stuff now. And now the funny thing is, anytime a woman enters the portal who's over six feet tall, there's just all right. Uh, well, how would Iowa, be? Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. It's 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 hilarious. I did interview the girl who committed from Wisconsin yesterday. She was fun to talk to. And Tegan Mullaney. Tegan, is that how you pronounce her? Uh-huh. I didn't even ask her how you pronounce yep. it. Um, but she, yeah, she you know she liked everything about the program, and um, she was an all-state player, 59th in her class. So it was a good catch. I mean, actually, mm-hmm. she's a little more uh, decorated than most recruits that come to Iowa for the women's program are. I mean, she's... She is. And uh, she's from McFarland, where our 
our really good friends, Eric and Sheila, live. Yeah, and led them to the state tournament for the yep. first time since 1999, and her mom coaches her. And so, yeah, we conversed. I, mean, I told her we didn't have to do it on Easter, but she, you know, she's. Then I gave her the option of either doing a phone interview or answering a few questions via text, and she'd prefer the phone, which is fine. Oh, good. So, yeah, I have that up, and that's actually driving great traffic. Oh, good. I will look I mean, forward any, to reading that. Anything about the women's basketball team right now is driving great traffic, even more than football, which is, I never thought I would see that. But there's just a lot of interest in women's basketball. I know people are waiting on the edge of their seats to see what the transfer from um, Stanford, Stanford does. I know yeah. there's media. Just I mean, they're they're everyone's media is trying to get her there. I mean, she went Addie O'Grady's high school teammate, and so we'll see. I mean, I'm they don't have a scholarship right now though, so no. I don't know. And it, but it, what a uh, on the surface anyway, what a, a perfect fit it would be for us because it's exactly what we need: a big athletic center. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello, this is Brad Heinrichs. Hey, Brad. Good morning. Tom Suter and Pat Hardy, Captain Steve here. So for those of you who have not heard us talk to Brad before, Brad's the uh, head of the Swarm Collective for the University of Iowa, the NIL arm, if you will. So uh, pretty crazy uh, pretty crazy couple weeks for you, huh? Uh, yeah, you can <laughs> say that again. Um, it's... Uh, it's been a whirlwind, but if you're trying to raise money for Hawkeye Athletics, a Final Four never hurts. Oh, I'll bet. So are you, are you getting a lot of specific um, swarm uh, donations specifically for women's basketball? We are. Um, since, the, since the Final Four, um, we've had several donors call and, and want to make specific women's basketball uh-huh. donations, and, and several others are... are are um, sort of deliberating on what sort of what, how, how big of a check to write, but uh, um, when they when they've been reading about transfer portal possibilities and that kind of thing, um, you can imagine I've, I've gotten a few phone calls from folks wanting to help. So, Brad, can you explain how this works? And obviously, the Iowa women don't have any scholarships right now. Someone would have to leave the team, but there's players out there. So, can the swarm take the place of a scholarship? Like, if they can you get somebody yeah. promise them enough? How does that work? Can, can you promise enough yeah, money I mean, to where someone would yeah, come? Yeah. What what could happen is if they don't have any scholarships, and and it's not that. I think on when I'm looking at the roster and I'm and whatnot, I, you know, I don't see any scholarships available. But I'm not the coach, so I don't know if there necessarily are or not. I'm going to be meeting with with Lisa and her staff on Thursday. Um, but I think I think those of us that are just looking at roster and, and looking at comings and goings um it doesn't look like they have any scholarships they don't right, right now yeah. yeah so um having said that what we could do is that what, what they could they, they you know they don't have a full roster um they, they don't i guess what i'm saying is they have they have room for walk-ons um, oh yes yeah and and so they could bring in um Say the gal from Stanford, let's say uh-huh. a six-seven uh, center, Lauren Betts. Six-seven, uh, yeah, six-seven center. Uh, what's her name, Lauren? Something. Lauren Betts. Um, yeah, you got it. And and so uh, they could bring her in and say, hey, "We don't have a scholarship for you, um, but we have the swarm, and the swarm um, could, you know, the swarm can, the, the swarm could come up with an amount to pay for her tuition books." and and room board all that and then also um there could be nil deals on top of it 
and so that person would have to technically pay for their own pay for their own school, but could they, they could end up net way ahead um, on NIL deals through the swarm. So, so I think that we're able to give um, women's basketball maybe an opportunity that he wouldn't have had in prior years. So could you do more than one of those, do you think? Would there be enough? Because there's a couple recruits yes. out there. The, the I mean, moral, how many of those do you think the financially? Answers, yes. Okay, okay. I mean, uh, but, but again, you, you know, there's, there's, it's, it's really seductive when you think about that, right? Sure. Um, hey, we can have her and her, you know. We can have the DePaul girl and the Stanford girl. Yes. Wow, how great are we going to be? We're going to win a national championship. Okay, it sounds awesome. Um, you know, but then at the same time, you know what's that? What's what, what's that? What's the locker room going to be like? What's the yep. you know what what what's the chemistry like? You know, Lisa Bluter is, is huge on team chemistry and exactly. togetherness and 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 all of that and and so there's 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 a little bit more to think through than just um, like an NFL GM might who doesn't pay any attention to to what the locker room might be. They're just you know they're they're just looking at talent on paper and how much it's going to cost. Um, it's not quite the same in college well like we we just saw what you know a team with chemistry could do i mean granted we have some good talent on this team but my goodness what a what a great team effort that was this year it really was it was it was really fun to watch and 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 all of the 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 girls on the team i mean they're really really good people Uh, and you could tell that they 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 were playing for each other and and none of them were Jealous of Caitlin. I mean, that was the, obviously Caitlin was the was the star. Um, there was no jealousy there. It was and and Caitlin was supportive of them. Um, I'll share a fun story. I think they she one of her many nil deals that she has now. She's gotten several since I think the the um, since the final four. But but one one that she had, I think it might have been during the season or towards the end of the season, was with Bose. You guys heard of Bose, the yes. company uh-huh. um, that does the speakers yeah. and headphones and stuff. Yep. Well, as part of her NIL deal, I don't know if she negotiated this or not, but she got it so that all of the kids, all of, all of her teammates got Bose headphones as well. Um, oh, that's great. So it wasn't, you know, she, she, she was obviously looking out for her, for her, for her teammates. Well, I thought that was kind of a cool, cool thing for her to do. No, that is. I that- wouldn't have known that otherwise. That's kind of how she plays, too. I mean, she makes sure she gets mm-hmm. her teammates involved, led the country in assists. You know, Brad, there's always a possibility. You talk to Lisa on Thursday, and she says, we like our two centers. Now, of course, you would still they, want you, you still want to try to improve your roster through NIL. I get that, but, but I, there's so much speculation and assumption on Twitter. Lisa may be content with what they have. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm not saying that that may prevent anyone coming here, but that's always an option. She may tell you that. It, it, and that could be. And that's and 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 by the way, that's absolutely her project. Yes, um, yeah. you know she's she's the one that calls the shots, and we're just trying to be there to help facilitate and help um, in any way that we can. So, um, so yeah, so it, 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 the, the transfer portals is a very interesting dynamic, and and you know the men are in the middle of that as well. Well, I think that's interesting. I think that's what a lot of listeners wanted to know. The transfer portal can substitute for scholarships in a way and that's encouraging i mean that that gives you a chance to to get i mean if lauren betts if she likes everything about iowa and wants to come here there's a way to get her here without a scholarship and, and they'd that, be crazy to not and no and yeah and i think they would and i well, don't think if you're not taking away scholarships from anybody here i don't think there's anything wrong with more competition more depth 
Well, you know, let me let me give you another uh, an example for football. Um, you know, there was uh, I, I had a discussion with 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 one family when they were wanting to hear how the NIL worked. Um, they have a kid that's he was he was he, he had Division one offers for you know a bunch of i have called mid major schools mm-hmm. and um, would love to have gone to Iowa, but there wasn't a scholarship available. They offered him a preferred walk on deal. Um, the walk-ons on the football team eat with the scholarship players. Yeah. There's not a special line for walk-ons. They nope. get the same food. They get the and they're treated the exact same, right? Yep. And and you know once he was able to and his family was able to understand what everybody on the team gets um, from the NIL standpoint, he realized that because he was in state, he was going to get his tuition books, everything paid for through NIL. And he would, it would be like he's on full scholarship mm-hmm. and then some. And it would be better for him financially to take the preferred walk-on deal to be on the football team and pay for his tuition through the Swarm. And, um, and, and so, you know, that's cool. <laughs> I, I, think, I think what we're going to find is that while Kirk Ferentz's teams have always um, emphasized the walk-on program and, 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 you know, I don't have to tell you there, but we've had plenty of walk-ons come through that have, that have played and, and played significant minutes and then valuable parts of, of, of the team. Um, I think the bottom part of the roster, if you will, is, is going to get even stronger um, with our NIL program. Now, can you mention who that is or are you, or would you prefer not to? Uh, well, I know they got a linebacker from Drake. I'm, I'm always trying. I'm always trying to. I'm okay. always trying to uh, walk the line of giving information. Okay, no, that's uh, fair enough. In any kind of trouble, I, I don't know. And I don't, the problem is, I don't always know what that line is. Okay, but fair Iowa enough. Football is usually quick to show, tell me if I've gone across. It, so, okay, so I'll just I'll just keep that one under under my hat. Okay, fair enough. But, Okay, um, I know they did get a walk-on linebacker from my alma mater, Drake. And I think that's really cool the way that can work. And then the thing about Iowa walk-ons with football, too, is they get a fair, legitimate shot when they come here. I'm not saying other programs don't do the same, but you hear so many walk-ons when they come here. Man, I had every chance to compete and show myself I was treated equal. And I think that just kind of feeds itself. And that's why the – but now with NIL, I mean, yeah, this is making it so much easier to get talent. And and to not have to always worry about the scholarship count. It makes it. It certainly provides a different kind of opportunity that that we haven't had in the past. Unfortunately, the the, the flip side of the coin is that I think you'll see in a lot of places more turnover on rosters Way than more. than what we've seen in the past. For sure, um, it's just kind of like in the NFL when they finally started the whole the free agency stuff where, you know, guys would start, you start, you look at an NFL roster one year and then you look at the next year and there may only be half the same, half the guys are the same and half the guys are different, right? Yeah. Um, it won't be quite like that, I don't think, on, on, you know, on the college scene, but I do believe that you, you almost almost have to count on a certain amount of turnover yep. every year from this point forward. Just people thinking that they're they're or having the people around them telling them that they're not progressing as fast. And if they would have gone here or if they go there, yep. then then you know they would be moving along faster. And, and um, you know that that part is that part of the transfer uh, portal. I don't I don't love, but mm-hmm. but it certainly yeah. allows you to, um, to to get yourself well well healed 
um, in the off season, whereas before you needed to go through the high school ranks and recruit, and that made it tough, right? Well, I think Iowa is kind of unique right now because of the head coaches in women's basketball, men's basketball, and football. They all want to use the portal, but they're not like just completely relying on it. They they want to use it to fill gaps and what have you. Where some schools, it's just all right. Things didn't go the way we like. Overhaul the roster. Blow it up. That won't happen as long as we have the three head coaches in that sports. Don't you agree, Brad? Yeah, I do. I, I think you know, and it's. I think to all, all three of our coaches really, really believe in culture. Yes. And, and when you have lots of turnover, it's really difficult to, to sustain a, a particular culture um, in the program. So, um, so for that reason, I, I totally agree with you. But having said that, um, I don't need to look any further than, than Kansas State basketball this year. Yep. And, and it can work. tell you that, that it can still be done. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you get the right, you get the right transfers. Um, that that get along and believe in each other. I mean, those guys were an eyelash away from really winning it all. To yeah. be honest, I mean, they were they were right there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What'll be interesting is to see what Kansas State's like next year and the year after, because like we've talked to Fran about it. Part of the problem when you overhaul rosters is sustaining success. You make you do this yeah. one great season, but then can you sustain it? Whereas it, I like the way the three coaches here do it. They're using it. I mean, if you look at the Franz pieces, I mean, Philip Bracho was great. I mean, that yeah, was a great was. addition. And now they're trying to get something similar. So we had you on a while back, and we talked about the lack of cooperation. Are things getting better as far as what you need to function at top end and what you're getting from Iowa right now? Are things on the – are they looking up? Well, I think since I talked to you last, for sure, right? I mean, yeah. I think there's been some – some movement, um, some acknowledgement that that uh, you know we're we're the we're the main collective at Iowa, and um, we're out for the best interests of, of Hawkeye athletes and the community. Um, you, you know, obviously, there there are a lot of things that I, if I had my my druthers, I would get that that we're just not able to get at this point, but. Um, I would I would say that there's been improvement. I think there's more improvement to to be had, um, and and we're about to present them with some um, some ideas that hopefully they're going to go along with. Okay. And um, and and if so, I think that will that 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 will really start to to gain some traction. So uh, you know, I think I think let's put it this way: I think that. Uh, the jury's still out. There's still, you know, the, the the grades aren't in, but there's still an opportunity to get a straight A if if things go really well from here on out. Could you maybe mention one thing that you really need that you haven't gotten yet, or is that still stuff you'd rather keep under wraps? Yeah, I mean, I'd keep some of that under wraps, but I'll I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll give you this. I'll give you some ideas that that we're that we're working on. Okay. I'll give you one idea that I would love to that I'm working on um, that we're going to need some buying and help with. Um, so. Uh, to raise money for women's basketball and men's basketball. Okay. Um, I would like to host a co-ed basketball game between the men and the women. And Caitlin Clark is a, is a captain and pick a, pick a guy, a guy team captain. It could be, it could be Tony Perkins. I'll just pick him for now. Okay. And, and they have a draft. Caitlin picks a, a men's player. Tony picks a women's player, then Caitlin picks a, a a women's player, and Tony picks a men's player. And but bottom line is, you get you get two two rosters that are that are half and half um, effectively, and we we play 
we play a, a, a sort of a, a, a fun exhibition style game um, with both teams. We um, then we'll have a, a skills challenge, maybe a three point competition afterwards with Caitlin and maybe pick another person, Kate Martin or, or Gabby Marshall going up against Josh Dixon and Peyton Sanford. That'd be that fun. would be a lot of fun. That's a great idea. You, you know, a three-point contest, and, and we do some things to try to – the whole idea is to raise money for swarm basketball, women and women and men. Um, I, I feel like something – like if we did something like that over the summer, I think we would sell out whatever arena we're in. I think that it would be something that would be cool, you know, watching Kalen shoot, shoot threes over, over the guys. Um, you know, it wouldn't be rough and tumble, you know, super hard physical hoops or anything, but it would be, it would be, um, I think something that the fans would enjoy. I do and too. I think that, that in the skills competition, those things would be, would be fun. I mean, or even, you know, an idea of having Caitlin play horse against uh, a guy player and have them both mic'd up and, I don't know. Maybe Good. it's just me. No, as, I think it's a, a great fan. idea. I think I would love. To, I would love to watch it. So, would you use the women's basketball then? Well, that's a great question. Um, for the skills challenge, they could use their. They could uh-huh. choose their own. Right. Um, for this, we'd probably use a women's basketball. That would make more sense to me. I think it'd be easier for guys to shoot a women's ball than a women to shoot a men's ball. Yeah. Um, that would just be by if you're having to pick one transition. That's what I would pick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, or or maybe you play one half of the game. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say. I was, I was thinking aloud there. Do you play half the game with one basketball, half the game with the other? Probably not. I'd probably pick the women's basketball if I was picking. So you're talking about having full concessions and everything, right? I, I, just different ways. Why not? Yeah, Why not? no, Do I think it's a right. great idea. See how much money we can raise. I mean, I think something like that. If you if you had it, let's say you had it in Des Moines and you had it at Wells Fargo. You, That's you, what you, I was thinking. You know, you, you you know, you charge twenty bucks a seat and and. You know, you're you're going to get a few hundred thousand dollars plus concessions plus parking plus, you know, there's obviously there's going to be some expenses, but it would seem to me that you could raise a few hundred thousand dollars for for men's and women's hoops without without much effort. Um, I shouldn't say without much effort. There'd be a lot of effort, but it would you know it would be a it would be a very profitable yes venture for the swarm to to do that for those two. Um, and, and I use the word profit loosely you know what i mean yeah trying to raise money in a non-profit <laughs> well but um maybe you, you know could I mean? have a little barnstorming tour and do go to do two or three different venues one in des moines uh carver <laughs> the problem is carver air conditioned carver's not air conditioned that would be so really in carver in yeah June. It's, that would it's be pretty tough brutal. i wouldn't want to host anything there but but you know i i, I i've been told so I, I went to iowa in the early 90s um and I was told that maybe before that time, the the Hawks would do little tours in and around Iowa, and they'd play little exhibition games and such. Uh, I, I was not part of those, but I've been told that those were a thing of the past, and but were still pretty well received. No, I think that's a, yeah. I think that is a great idea, I, and I, I like too. the idea of doing it in Wells Fargo because it's in Central Iowa. You're you're pushing the Iowa brand all statewide, and it would be easier for f- fans from all over the state to go. To the central part of the state. No, I think that's a, that is a really good. Now, have you presented this idea to anyone at the university? <laughs> that, that's coming. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. You'll, will you talk to Lisa but, about you know, that? I'm talking about that, that. That hasn't that hasn't happened yet. They're probably listening here, going that. Ah, uh, that guy killed me. But but I but I will tell you this that like Fran, I've talked to Fran about it. He's 
100% on board with it. Thinks I'm it's sure great. It would Thinks it would be awesome for, for the state of Iowa and Iowa basketball. Um, you know, uh, Lisa's been unavailable because she's been out in Vegas and maybe California. She's been with a little busy, yeah. And other rewards with Caitlin. You know, obviously, you, you know, we'd want Caitlin to be involved and, and for Lisa to have buy-in in this and, um, so got to, got to talk to her about it. She knows about it. We sent her, we sent her a mock-up, but we haven't gotten any feedback yet. So we'll, we'll, we'll wait to see what, what comes of it. Again, this is very infant, you know, infancy stages, but to give you an idea of the certain types of creative things that we're, we're working on. And if it's not this, maybe it's something different. Um, but, but we, we have to do things, we have to do experiences like that to raise enough money for us to be competitive in the NIL landscape. We don't have several billionaires that are writing checks like other collectives do. Um, we also, I will also tell you that if you were to look at the NIL landscape um, and, and you see in the transfer portal the, the types of money that some of these guys are, get, guys are getting, or even gals, um, it's pretty staggering. It you is. Know, if, I was to, if I was to tell you, if I was to give you names like Villanova, Gonzaga, Xavier, Creighton, St. John's, Providence, Georgetown, what do all those what do all those schools have in common? Well, that's one league, isn't it? Aren't they all private? No football team. Oh, no football. Oh, team. okay. Yeah, that's true. Well, you're, you're when right. it comes to NIL, if you're not if you're if you're only raising money for. 15 or 30 basketball players, that's a whole lot different than, than what we're trying to do. Raising now, money for 30 basketball players and 135 football players. Now, do you mean no division? I think, doesn't Villanova and Georgetown have football? But they're not Division One. They're not. Scott. They're not Division One. Yeah, long. I they're, see they're what not, you mean. They're not. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying. Yeah, and a lot of those schools you, know, you named I'm off. You, I'm giving you an example. Brad, um, a lot of those are private schools, too. Does that make any difference? They are private schools. Does a lot that of them are private schools. Um, and they have wealthy fan bases mm-hmm. to some level. And. And they just don't have football to, to worry about. Mm-hmm. And those that those schools that don't have football to worry about, or their football programs are you know, not much to talk about. Sure, where basketball becomes the emphasis, it's really difficult to compete in the NIL landscape. You know, um, a few million bucks spread over fifteen fo- basketball players is different than a few million right. bucks sp- spread over you know one hundred and fifty student athletes. And when you talked about Creighton, I thought their starting point guard, Nebhard, whose brother played at um, Gonzaga, now in the pros, this kid had a great, great season. They make, they almost make the Final Four. Now he's in the portal, mm-hmm. which is yeah. th- those are the cases where I kind of scratched my head. It looked like he had everything he needed at Creighton, and now he's in the portal. Yeah. And I know he caught a lot of grief, but then Greg McDermott came out and showed a lot of class by saying, "Hey." The kids got to make their own decisions. He was sort of defending this kid because he took a lot of grief. But that shows you what you're up against, though. There's um, even people like in situations that look to be perfect. Some of them are still entering the portal, looking for something even more. Which I don't that's know if that's true. if that's good or bad. I'm not sure what. Well, Haley Van Lith, for one, another one from Louisville. You know what? what yeah. sort of money would someone like Haley be looking at in in a? In and she's a, going to LSU. A, she she I think she's she on her sure. visit. We'll stay. At, she released a tweet of her singing some song, driving to LSU for her official. Uh, that was her. Baylor was her second choice when Mulkey uh-huh, was a coach. Right. So it looks like that's where she's going to go. Yeah, what kind of money would yeah. something like that if you had to throw I, a ball? I, I I just don't. I don't have as much of a, a sense for. What what on the on the women's side, what somebody like that would would get? 
Um, I just, I just don't. It's, it's probably about half. If I was to guess, you're asking me to guess. If, if you're asking me to guess, I would guess it's probably half um, to a third of what some of the the men get. Um, I know of one of one guy that that one um, kid that left a um, Big Ten school and got a half a million dollars to go somewhere else. Um, which is just shocking to it me. It really is. Well, um, it's a big number. Yeah, I know of a recruit that it's a was a big number. I know I'm not going to mention his name, but a basketball recruit who's a senior in high school now. He was loved his visit to Iowa, had a great time, but then he got a 1.2 million dollar in ideal spread over three years. Iowa just couldn't compete with that, and I think that was. A, I'm not going to mention his name, and I know it on good authority mm-hmm. that that was a deal, and that those are just things that sometimes you can't compete with that, and. I mean, or... I know who you're talking about, and you're right, and it, and it's it's uh, yeah, and that that's 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 just the way it is. Yeah. Um, we we can't compete with that. We won't compete with that. Um, and you know, again, the the craziest nil rule out there that you know <laughs> that seems to be the most broken rule is you're not supposed to induce. A student athlete to come to your school. And it's happening all with the time. NIL money, right? Yeah, and it's happening that's, all the time. That's bizarre, isn't it? Right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, Pat. I'm, here's the deal. I'm gonna. I want you to come work for my actuarial firm. Okay. And you say, okay, great. What are you gonna pay me? And I say, well, no, you know, we, we can't. I can't tell you that until you get here, and then we can talk about it. I do have to. Um, I do have to share yeah, with you. Right, him. you're going to say, "Well, that doesn't sound good to me at all." <laughs> I'm going to say I got a D in algebra and had to cheat myself to get a D, and I haven't taken math since then. So I'm probably not who you want. I was going to say that I'm going to steer you away from this hire, Brad. Yeah, we had uh, a guy okay. who was major. We had a guy in my dorm floor at Drake who was an actu- who was majoring in actuary science. He was the smartest guy. I mean, he. I mean, it was amazing how good he was in math, and it, I may as well have been reading Chinese. I had no. I mean, I just couldn't do it. So, but no, this is really interesting and like i said i'm going to try i'm, I'm going to promote this i love this idea about this inner squad thing just the thought of caitlin clark talking trash to tony perkins and that would be in the fans interacting with that that would be so much fun and be a good way for the fans to engage too it would be fun it, granted i you know um we'll see we'll see what kind of this like i said this is very infancy stages sure. i i've got I've got the 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 men the men side is is you know they're they're willing to 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 do it, um, waiting to hear on the female on the women's side, um, and then once once we get by in there and Caitlin's side for sure right, mm-hmm. and then once we get by in there then it's a matter of putting it then I think it's going to happen we'll put it together and and find the right venue the right date and 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 make it happen, but of course I think I'm also going to need buy-in from the university. Um, sure. and, and so, you know, that, that's a, it's just a tangential, uh, you know, point to your question before is, you know, what, you know, are, are they, are they playing ball? Well, I mean, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to test them here. Yeah. You're going to give them a chance <laughs> to play ball. That they they want to, they want, uh, they want that to happen too. So Brad, do you see any signs or have you heard anything that the NCAA is going to try to get more involved in this? Or are they completely just still, Hey, hands off. What are you, what are you hearing and getting from the NCAA right now? Mm, well, you know, I, I think that they're going to have to at some point. That the, you know, the NCAA has lost some of their teeth, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're toothless, yeah. to say the least. Um, but this is something that they're going to have to 
get a little bit more involved in. Um, they did release some guidance a few months back on, you know, kind of clarifying what you can and can't do, which was helpful. Um, and, it, you know, they've promised to start becoming uh, a little bit more forceful and, and uh, doling out punishment for those that, that they know are breaking rules. Um, but do I, do I see, I, I, I don't see a lot of changes yet. I mean, I, I, if I was to guess where this ultimately ends up, where this ultimately will end up is that NIL will, uh, it can't go away because it just, you can't deny a person the right to, to make money. Make it just, money. Yeah. That's, I mean, the Supreme Court was pretty loud and clear on that. But what they could do is they could say, when you come to the University of Iowa as a basketball player, you are you become an employee of the university. Yes. And you are part of the roster, and the University of Iowa is going to pay you, and your coach is going to decide what you get paid. <laughs> and, you know, it'd be, it's, it's kind of like going to work somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. You become their employee, and if you want to leave and go work somewhere else, well, that's your prerogative as well. Um, but... And, and could you make money on the side with NIL deals? Sure. Um, that's, that's entirely up to you. Just like, you know, I could, if someone wanted to sign me to a NIL deal and say, you know, this guy is, this guy is a superstar actuary. I want to have his, his name on, on, on cereal boxes. Well, you know, I, I would be open to that discussion. Um, but point of the matter is, I, you know, I, I don't see the NCAA doing much um, different, at least in the in the short term. They would love it if the federal government came and legislated all of this for them. I don't think that's necessarily going to happen, but we'll see. And um, you know, well, I guess we'll just have to see how where it all where it all shakes out. But but um, yeah, for for now, we are where we are, and. What we're going to try to do is, is be as competitive as we possibly can be with the current current set of rules and the current uh, landscape, and, and we're we're off to a pretty darn good start. I mean, you guys saw, did you guys see the um, the Penn State coach left to to go to Notre Dame, yes. basketball coach? Yes. yes, of course. And and I don't know if you read that the reason he left was was essentially nil, um. And or one of the big reasons was the NIL and the lack of NIL program. And, and I think Penn State's uh, program either went kaput or what have you. Um, but you know, after he left, I was on the phone with somebody trying to set up an NIL program at Penn State, uh, wow. trying to help him figure out how to how to do it. And I was, you know, telling him a whole bunch of lies and sending him down the wrong road and you know, all those things. <laughs> You know, no, no, no! I'm, I'm kidding. I, I was trying to help. I was, I was actually trying to be, to be, to be a good neighbor, if you will. So, um, but, but, it, but it's interesting how there are some schools that you would expect, like Penn State. I mean, I would expect Penn State to be yeah, on top of it, right? Me too. In NIL, wouldn't you? They, um, ha- they have three guys on their basketball team right now. So, is this for men's basketball, or is the football NIL at Penn State struggling this was too? Men's basketball, okay, but okay. I think football's football's similar. Wow, I mean, it's all they were sh- trying to do for both. Yeah, that's shocking. Uh, Is that shocking? But but you, 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 there are schools that you would expect to be way ahead that aren't. Yeah, 
And then there are schools that you may not have expected to be way ahead that really that really have it together. Yeah, didn't but, Miami um, that, yes. my, that guard that transferred from Kansas State to Nigel Pack? Nigel Pack, and he played a he played, he was a good player. He got four hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, a yeah. year to be. Let's put it this way: there was no surprise to me that Miami made the Final Four. No, you're in right. Basketball, you're right. And 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 you know the 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 payroll on that team <laughs> was incredible, honestly. I mean, that was like a pro team in terms of what they were being paid. Well, it's going to be interesting. And so, you know, it, they, 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 uh, they bought their Final Four. I mean, they really did. Yeah. How weird um, is it to even say that, you know, the payroll of a college team? Well, do you think Florida Atlantic, I mean, yeah. they're going to be under pressure. Do you think that roster will stay intact in this world of NIL? <laughs> of course not. I, I, I would bet not. I, I would, would bet too. Not. But I'll tell you, there's a lot of people. I live in Florida, as you know. I mean, there's a lot of people in Florida that are, Pounding their chests and saying this is a basketball state now. Well, right now they right now they have the momentum. Brad, can you clarify for me a little bit um, as far as NIL for foreign students go? Uh, there's a, evidently a back uh, a backdoor way that they can get NIL well, I money. I did a story on this. I talked to Philip. Oh, okay. Abra- well, I talked to Philip Abraccia, but Brad can explain it better. You can leave, and Philip kind of voiced his frustration in that he could not make NIL money here, but he could leave That's the right. country and make it somewhere else. But Brad, go ahead and yeah, explain it. You can do it better that, than I can. Please. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I, I'm not able to, to guys like Philip Abraccia and Josh Ogundule and Tori Taylor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are, are good examples of, of student athletes that you, you know would otherwise be able to make quite a bit of NIL money here. Um, just cannot due to student visa rules, um, and and so if they're going to make NIL money, it has to be they have to do the the service and get paid when they are out of the United States. So if Tori Taylor goes goes back to Australia for spring break and he does a whole bunch of 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 charitable work over there okay then the swarm can pay him for doing work over there while he's there i can't pay him he if he comes back i can't pay him a nickel mm-hmm. for example i got you i can't pay him while he's here i can pay him while he's there and he's got to do work there okay that's the only way that that he could potentially get paid. Do you ever see that changing? That just, it doesn't seem like a stupid rule to you. Yeah, I mean, of course it does. Yeah, it just it, seems it, unnecessary. Yeah, it seems ridiculous to me yeah. too. Um, yeah, I see that changing. I, that, that just doesn't. That one doesn't pass the the smell test to me. Feels to me like that that a a kid from overseas ought to have the same opportunity as a kid here. Yeah, you know, I don't make the rules. Especially with how many colleges are relying on foreign students now to help their rosters or what have you. It just seems like it's a stupid rule. But, Tom, do you? I'm going to ask you one more question. One last question. Okay. And this one is, uh, I can pretty much guarantee you have not been asked this question before. Okay. Uh, okay. Gary Barda picks up the phone and said, Brad, how you doing? I, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to get me a band, an act, or a singer to fill up Kinnick Stadium. Who is Brad Heinrichs going to hire? We've had some interesting answers to this question. Well, if it's me, it's you. Um, it's you. I'm going to probably try to get the Eagles. Okay. Ooh, good okay. answer. 
not sure. I'm a big Don Henley guy, and I figure, you know, the demographic of people that might want to go. Yeah. I think uh-huh. the Eagles would sell out Kinnick, don't you? I, you know, I do. Maybe you should work on that and get work a little NIL action, maybe. Get, get the profits. <laughs> maybe maybe Don Henley's a closet uh, Caitlin Clark fan. Hawkeye fan. Isn't, yeah. isn't it Snoop Dogg that's the Hawkeye fan? Did I yes. ever see that somewhere where he was wearing Hawkeye gear? Yes. Yeah, but now he's pushing uh, Skechers on TV, the, the shoe. So, yeah, no, that would be, a, I think the Eagles would. I, now, do, I do, too. Sadly, Glenn Fry's not around right. anymore, but still. Oh, I know. That part, that part of it's too bad. But I think his son's doing a pretty good job, from what I can tell. And I think, doesn't Vince Gill do some dates as well with him? Yes. I don't know. Yeah. He does, yes. he does a little bit. Yes, he does. Yeah. You're right. You're right. He does He does kind of moonlight with him a little bit. Do you want to share with Brad Megan Gustafson's answer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Megan uh, gave the, uh, a typically Megan response. She was going to fill up Kinnick Stadium with the Hawkeye Pep Band. <laughs> well, I don't think that's going to sell out. <laughs> well, we didn't think so either. And then what was Spencer Lee's? Spencer Lee... Uh, it was didn't have an answer other than well, I guess the uh, theme the, from the theme from Pokemon. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> those are two of our favorite answers. But no, the Eagles. I, I mean, oh yeah, I think that would be a that great would be a choice. good one. But Brad, hey, we appreciate your time. We know you're very busy, and I think our listeners uh, really I'm like. Sorry get... that I was a little I was a little delayed there. Oh, hey, no guys. problem. Glad no problem. I think our listeners enjoy getting updated yep. on this stuff because it's big and women's basketball is hot right now. There's a ton of stuff going on. But thank you very much for your time, Tom. Uh, and we'll do you this. Ag- go, to, go to iowaswarm.com and help us out. We really could use it. All right, thank you so much, Brad. Take care, guys. Yeah, right, thanks, Brad. iowaswarm.com. And perfect time to take a break, and then we can come back, and who knows what will happen. Yeah, we've already killed an hour. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right Already back. killed an hour. Um, I didn't realize the beat was The mighty 1630 KCJJ. 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE. Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy. Just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE. Your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember. Hi, folks. Justin Roberts. Your adventure forecast calls for great deals at Kettleson RV. The countdown to camping is on, and you'll save with big deals from our top manufacturers like Grand Design. Highland Ridge, the brand new Forest River Ozark, and the little bushwhacker teardrop. Save thousands of dollars on select new and used RVs, but hurry in because savings this hot won't last forever. Spring means a big deal, and the forecast calls for adventure at Kettleson RV in Hiawatha, just off I-380 Boyson Road exit, always online at KettlesonRV.com. For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertin and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. 
Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Bump's Restaurant, located at Finkbine Golf Course off Melrose Avenue in Iowa City, is your pre-game and post-game destination for all Iowa sporting events. Bump's Restaurant is a unique experience that features perfectly cooked juicy half-pound certified Angus burgers, hickory-smoked barbecue meats, a variety of fresh salads, and creative appetizers. Food is more than just food. It's a celebration, like a Hawkeye victory. Present your University of Iowa sporting event ticket from that day's event and receive 5% off. Bump's Restaurant offers delivery through DoorDash, live music Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m., and 35 unique craft beers. Lunch and dinner is served from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday and Sunday brunch from 10 to 2. Full menu options, reservations, and private event information are online at finkbine.com. Make it Bump's Restaurant, barbecue, burgers, and beer. We're following breaking news for you out of Louisville, Kentucky. You're getting a bird's eye view of the scene there. Police say at least five people are dead and six others injured, including a police officer. The mass shooting occurred at the Old National Bank, which is right across the street from Slugger Field. Any moment now, we expect to hear from the police, the mayor of Louisville, and the Kentucky governor, Andy Bashir. We will bring you that press conference exactly as it happens. We have also learned that President Biden has been informed of the mass shooting. The White House says they will have more to share later on. I want to bring in our senior crime and justice correspondent, Shimon Prokopez. Um, Shimon, what more are you hearing uh, there? We know that this happened before the bank was open around 8.30, which gives us a little bit of a clue of what may have been going on and who the suspect, who is now dead, is. Right, and by all accounts at this point, based on what we're hearing from witnesses and law enforcement, this was quite a chaotic scene. Uh, police officers arriving, and then within minutes that they were there, they had encountered, uh, according to police, they were fired upon, there were gunshots, uh, and then we have seen uh, indications where glass has been broken at the front, what appears to be the front uh, of this bank. This happened, as you said, around 8.30 this morning, before the bank uh, was open for business, we're hearing uh, from people inside the bank having to hide inside the vault, the bank's vault, to try and protect themselves. Uh, and police, we believe, uh, at this point encountered the gunman as to how the gunman died. And ultimately, we don't know yet. We're waiting to learn more uh, from police. But it's five dead, six injured, uh, according to police, including a police officer who was also injured. And so hopefully here in the next few minutes, we're certainly hoping to learn more information. Certainly you can tell early on when police got there, they went right into action, going towards uh, the gunfire, it appears, then also searching throughout that area. There's residential buildings, there's a parking lot, other businesses, everything was shut down. They, uh, most of that area was cordoned off and shut down. And we are going to go, go straight yep. to the police uh, who are giving a press conference. 
Uh, Louisville Metro Safe received a report of shots fired and a possible active shooter at 333 East Main Street at the Old National Bank. Within three minutes of being dispatched, officers arrived on scene and encountered the suspect almost immediately still firing gun gunshots. Officers exchanged gunshots with that suspect and ultimately that suspect did die at the scene. We are trying to confirm if that suspect died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound or was killed by officers at this time. At least two officers were shot during this exchange of, of gunfire. One is currently in surgery at University of Louisville Hospital. At least four more victims were confirmed to be deceased inside the location, as well as eight that are now currently being treated at the University Hospital. Two are critical, one of those being the officer. We're currently working to identify all of the victims, work with their families for reunification and provide services to the families and the victims. The investigation, I want to re reiterate, is ongoing. This will be a, a long scene. It will take uh, pretty much into the night. Um, so I still ask that the public avoid the area. I want to reiterate that there is no active threat. Uh, we believe this is a lone uh, gunman involved in this that did have a connection to the bank. We're trying to establish what that connection was to the business, but it appears he was a previous employee. Um, it is clear from the officer's response that they absolutely saved people's lives. This is a tragic event, uh, but it was, it was the heroic response of officers that made sure that no more people were more seriously injured than what happened. Uh, we will continue to provide updates uh, as soon as possible. We will have another press briefing following this at 3 p.m. today. I will turn it over to Mayor... From the Hurting and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurting and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. Meteorologist Mace Michaels, a mix of sun and clouds through the afternoon, maybe a stray shower and a high in the low 70s. Mostly clear tonight, low upper 40s, and lots of sun for tomorrow. Upper 70s to around 80 for the high. Continued warming for the rest of the week. Low 80s on Wednesday and Thursday. Breezy with sun. Upper 70s into Friday. Rain chances Friday night and Saturday. That's your forecast on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Currently 57 degrees. KCJJ weather. Brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply kitchens and baths. Your home never looks so beautiful. We are back, uh, hawkfanatic.com, and we'll, uh, uh, through CBS and CNN, uh, keep you up to date as to uh, the situation in Louisville. Not surprised it was a former employee. Uh, but a bank shooting, That's, that is bizarre. Well, especially before the bank was open, but I'm assuming maybe he, had, he or Keys. she had access to get in. So, but yeah, unfortunate. It just, just gets old. More of the same. It does. And now we'll have the argument on the left and the right, and nothing will get done, and the left will call for stricter measures. The right will say the gun didn't pull the trigger, and it'll just be the same stuff that just doesn't settle anything. Yep. That's, that's it. Yeah. Remember the bank, um, when Barney was concerned about the lack of security <laughs> at the Mayberry Security Bank? Yeah. Asa he called him a disgrace. He said he was a disgrace to the badge. Asa. Asa, 90-year-old. I like that Asa Hutchinson. Uh, I mean, I don't the guy know anything for... about him, but 
He's I running like for president. The name Asa. <laughs> you think he's named after Asa from Andy Griffith? He very well could I be. Hope. You think he? Would, well, no, because he was—he's old. Yeah. Well, I don't know how old he is. Old. He looks like he's a little older than me, and I was born in '63. So if he was, but yeah, he's running for president, and he's got about as good a chance as Souter does of being elected. I would vote for Souter. Would you vote for Souter over Biden? Yes. I think I would, too. I'm younger. Much younger. Yeah, you're younger. You're 10 years younger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but but no, that was a good interview. I like catching up with Brad periodically, just, uh, and I do. I love this idea about he's 72. This. Uh, well, he's a little young. I mean, I think his time's coming in 28, because he'll be pushing 80 then. And yeah, maybe, then by, maybe by then he's drooling and soiling his pants, and he'll be ready to be president. You know, you don't just start drooling and soiling your pants at 80. Well, I didn't know, but there, I think there's more people drooling and soiling their pants at 80 than there is at 50, wouldn't you say? Uh, I would say so. Maybe not rock musicians. Well, that's that's self-induced, though. I mean, I'm, I'm just talking about nature running its course with a lot of people, you know. So, but yeah. all right, back all to, right. back to the Hawks. Back to the Hawks. So yeah, um, would love to have Lauren Bats come here, but it's gonna be tough. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it would be exciting. I'm not, like, losing sleep over it like some people appear. I mean, there's some people that just obsess over the portal, and I, it, if it happens, it happens. I'm sure Lisa will do what she feels is best, but at least we know that there is a way of getting her here Without or somebody else. the scholarly. Yeah, you, you wish she was from in-state because it would be so much easier. Yeah. Like, the, I'm, I'm pretty sure Brad was probably talking about the Drake linebacker. I imagine so. And um, his, name was, his name was Pollock, I believe. Tanner? Is Tanner that? Pollock, yeah. And, I mean, um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, um, give him a chance. Give him a chance. If there's money there to make a little bit of money, I mean, give him, this kid, maybe he'll come in, help on special teams. Who knows? I, there were some people critical. Drake, why are we re- recruiting Drake? I mean, there's just always negative feedback to anything that happens. I mean, this kid obviously was pretty established at Drake. Yes, I know it's a lower level, but I don't think the Iowa coaches would present an opportunity for this kid if they didn't think he could compete at this level. So, and they, they know what they're doing. So that's a, an interesting way. I wasn't sure that you could do it this way, but yes. I mean, NIL can finance yeah. a lack of scholarships. So it looks like if Lauren Betts wants to come here, there's going to be an opportunity for her to have her – school paid for but like i said the biggest challenge is it's a lot more expensive to finance an out-of-state mm-hmm. player yeah. from out-of-state yeah, than it is. is a player from in-state obviously so we'll see just got to let it run its course and brad says he's meeting with lisa on thursday i'm sure that's going to be a pretty interesting and hopefully a productive meeting i imagine he'll talk about the uh, his idea yeah and i i could see lisa going for that i do think i can too uh, not saying that they've they haven't always been close but i think the men and women's program seem really close right now though it seems like the players get along really well, and there's a lot of interaction and what have you, and that helps. So, But, no, I really like that idea. I think that's something that could really take off, and I think the fans would love it. I think they would eat that up. I, I would enjoy it. And if it were in Des Moines, I imagine my blushing bride and I would make the trip. If you're in just by chance in Des Moines? No. Oh, if they do it in Des Moines. Yeah, I think so. Well, hell, you drive to, you drive to Dallas. Why wouldn't you drive to Des Moines? I made the trip to Des Moines so many times. Not Jeez. as many times as I have. No, that's true. Although I don't do it much anymore. In the 90s, I used to go to Des Moines when there was incentive to go to Des Moines. Now there's no incentive. Um, and two and a half years I drove. We don't need to discuss my incentives back then. But, yeah, in the 90s, I, was, I wasted a lot of time 
Like my mom would say, you know, when are you going to start living in Iowa City? Because for like eight, nine years, I, anytime I had free time off, I'd come back to Des Moines for various reasons. But now I don't do that anymore because uh, the reasons aren't there anymore. Right, right. And so, but yeah, I used to spend a ton of money on gas. And that's wear and tear in your car driving. I, I used to put so many miles on my car. But now I can't remember the last time I was in Des Moines. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. It's been a long time since I've been in Des Moines. Two and a half years I drove at least once a week, sometimes uh, twice to Ankeny every uh, every weekend to work at KJJ. But yeah, holidays were always when my but since my parents have passed, there's, there's no just, reason. Well, and lots of times I've got my brother and sister still in Des Moines, but like on holidays when we used to always come together, they go elsewhere now. Lots of times they'll go and visit their kids and grandkids in Kansas City, Texas, Chicago, San Francisco. So it's just different without the parents. The parents were always the axis yep. for which the rest of us kind of spun around, and that's just not there anymore. It's only 90 minutes. Hour and 45 minutes from... from my, to, to your yeah, house? To your house. From my... From where, where I lived in Coralville to where my parents lived in West Des Moines. Ankeny, Ankeny cuts off about probably yeah. 20 minutes because you know, you're right there off the interstate. But my parents lived way out almost in Dallas. They lived in Dallas County. Now, when they lived in Beaverdale, um, that was a little quicker. But, but yeah, it's roughly, between, it's roughly between an hour and 45 to two hours to get to the further west point of Des Moines. And, but, no, I do not miss that drive. I'm glad I don't do that much anymore. Yeah, it's brutal. Although nothing like crossing Nebraska. I've done that too, but I haven't done that in a while. That is just brutal. Nothing. (laughs) Well, try crossing Montana. Well, I have. I mean, that's Nebraska times four. I got picked up for speeding going 95 miles an hour, and the fine was $5 cash. (laughs) What was the speed limit? Aren't there some areas that don't even have? At the time, I don't even know, 70 maybe. Aren't there some areas, though, in Montana and stuff that you can go almost as fast as you want? Yeah, pretty much. Because there's just nothing out there. And there were no cars, so, you know, I felt pretty comfortable whipping right along. Or try driving from El Paso to Houston. See how long that takes you. Never been to El Paso. Oh, yeah, you never went to the Sun Bowl? I guess I have been to El Paso. <laughs> yes, yes, I have. Which Sun Bowl did you go to? Uh, 95, 97? 97. The, the, the miserable one. The one where they got beat, what, 21 to 7 against I, Pat Tillman? I think so. In Arizona. I remember interviewing Pat Tillman. That was, was probably, well, I don't know. There's been some bad bowl games. I mean, the 93 Alamo Bowl was – that was fun because that was the first bowl game I ever covered. They didn't – my first year covered them, 92, they didn't make a bowl. But the 93, they had no business being in that game against California. They, Iowa finished 6-5. and five. That game was just a complete mismatch. That was a bad one. And then because I remember our photographer coming up at halftime and he's like, man, the California players are begging the Iowa players to play better in the second half. They're like, we came all the way here, man. We want to at least have a game. And I'll never forget that. But the the worst one for me was the 97 Sun Bowl because that team didn't want to be there. That Iowa team did not want to be there. What I remember most from that trip was uh, Bud buying half-price chicken at the store for the tailgate. <laughs> Why was it half price? Was it like spoiled? Old? Well, see, that's the, the question, isn't it? <laughs> and he went for it because of the price. Yes, it's just, absolutely. Oh, rotted <laughs> out chicken. Did it taste all right? I guess if you cook it long enough, it's going to kill all the no, stuff that made it half price. It wasn't good. <laughs> so the game wasn't good. I just, I mean, that was Tim Dwight and Tavian Banks' last game. 
is Hawkeyes and a good trivia question: Who scored Iowa's only touchdown in that game? In the Sun Bowl, ninety-seven Sun Bowl, wide receiver. I don't know. Initials RC. Don't know. Richard Carter. Oh. Yeah, that was just you could tell the Iowa players that. Remember, that was the season where they they were five and zero. Oh, Tavian made Tavian got off to that great start. They were talking about him winning the Heisman, and Sports Illustrated did a huge story. Then they went out to Ohio State and got pounded by Andy Katz and Moyer. Yeah. And then Michigan, remember they were leading Michigan 21-7 to at halftime? Uh, Dwight, yes, I sure do. Dwight returned the punt right before halftime, and I remember saying, why would Michigan punt to him? And then they, they fell apart in the second half. Sherman broke his finger, and that season just ended up – they they ended up being 7-5. and five. It was no, I, not I a did, fun season. That Michigan game, I was doing the play-by-play from Grizzlies well, in our yeah. uh, unofficial – uh, Hawkeye coverage. But when Dwight returned that punt, I'm thinking, man, they may win this game. But then I know there was a big personal foul on a former Iowa linebacker whose name I don't need to say. Well, Raj Carter. It's not the Raj Clark. I mean, he, and, and, and that personal foul kept a drive alive for Michigan. It just seems like Iowa kind of lost its edge after that. And you remember Raj Clark, number 44? Yeah. He was a good uh-huh. linebacker. He's yeah. from Texas. And I don't remember exactly what they called him for, and I'm pretty sure it was him. If it wasn't him, and I apologize, but that personal foul was big. Sherman's injury was big, and Michigan came back and won the game 28-24, I believe. And remember, that Michigan team would go on to finish undefeated and win the national they, title. They did. Iowa, was the, Iowa gave them the closest game of anyone that year. But then Iowa just couldn't recover from that. And then remember, you had the Zach Bromert moments, the missed field goals against Northwestern and Wisconsin. And we're at Northwestern, and Tavian Banks is like, you know, if we had somebody who could make a 20 yard field goal, we might win these games. And Hayden had to kind of put a, Hayden had to kind of do a little damage control after that. Well, Tavian was frustrated. But yeah, that was a 97 season sucked. It did. And the, the one that, Really sucked to me. 2010 was kind that of was a bad. similar. That was bad too. Got trajectory. off to a pretty good start yeah. and then just didn't, just couldn't finish. Just and then yeah, I'll never forget they went up and lost to a two and nine minute. Uh, uh, what Noah? Yeah, two and nine Minnesota team I believe who was being coached by Jeff Horton, who was an interim coach at the time because I believe I don't know who it was. Was it? Um, Tim Brewster, who had just been fired. Uh, I think that's right. And Jeff, and then they beat Iowa. They had no business beating him, but they did. And the, remember, who was the only one that really played well that day? I know a lot of Iowa fans hate him now. Ten. Darrell Johnson Kuyong. Oh yeah, he yes. played his ass off You're that right. day. He was one of the few that played well that day. And I know with a lot of Iowa fans, if you even mention his name now, they can't hey, stand him. Probably the best receiver we've ever had, or one of them. You could argue when yeah. Marvin McNutt and yeah. and what have you. No, he was definitely one of the better ones. Well, Akram was one of the better running backs they've ever had. Yes, and he was. Now, Akram, though, to me, has made the bed that he's sleeping in now. I mean, I yeah. think Iowa fans have a right to be frustrated with some of the stuff he's done. He just seems like he's kind of two-faced. and, and he, he won't be invited back to to be introduced on the field at any oh, time he'd get, soon. Oh, he'd get booed out of yes, the stadium. Yes, he would. I think he knows that. And yeah. I know I, his mother reached out to me a while ago, me and some other people, on about some Facebook presentation she was going to do, and she wanted us to listen. I'm so done with that stuff. I have no interest in any of it. Nope. I just want it to go away. I have no interest in being involved in any of that stuff. I'm not writing anything pro-Akram against that. I just, I just want him done. to go Just done. I'm done with it. Move on. Move on. Yeah, you talk about page views you wouldn't get very i don't think you'd get very or you'd get some but for the wrong reasons you know i mean people going on there to just vent and what have you but 
But yeah, no, that Akram just needs to move on. It's unfortunate what's happened, but you know he's caused a lot of it himself. Yeah, he, he really has. has. And I'm not saying there probably was some racial stuff he dealt with while he's here, but you can have two truths. You can have that, but also he's been sort of two-faced and uh, just. I think he's just tried to use Iowa for the money that he didn't earn in the NFL. You know, he got to an NFL camp. He fumbled in exhibition games. Brian and Kirk did not keep him out of the NFL. The no. NFL didn't think he was good enough. And now he's trying to use Iowa as a way to pay for what he didn't get in the NFL, and I don't agree with that. Mm-mm. Nope, I don't either. And I'm not a racist. Am I a racist? No, I don't, I don't think that makes me a racist. racist. Well, that's, I mean, that's just... You you know, you can have a problem with a black person and not be racist. Yes. You can have a problem with a white person. Well, the other day we had a police report on. And the woman, uh, and I said, we're not taking it down. It was, I believe it was some kind of assault. There was an assault. And it hadn't gone through the courts yet. And it ended up, she goes, you're just like every other white person. You know, and hung up on me. So was the person black? I guess. Assume so. But you didn't even know that, though. I didn't. I don't. To yeah. tell you the truth, and some people you can tell, and some people you can't tell, and I really couldn't tell. I mean, assault's assault, whether you're black, white, yeah. green, blue, it's whatever. Assault. Just like the. Well, I'm so sick of people calling up and pull this ad, pull this. Yeah, you guys get or that not a lot. Pull this ad, well, pull this article. You know what I'm sick of yeah. is the Casey's three blocks from my house. It's just Casey's liquor store. Someone got, got well. That's shot what I'm saying. There. Someone got yeah. shot there at seven yeah. fifteen at night. It's not even dark. Seems weird though. I wonder if the two people knew whoever was working. That's kind of how I interpret this because they all three ended up going outside. I, I mean, I, I hate to speculate. I went in there yesterday to get a slice of pizza, and like an idiot, I said something to the person working. Hey, have they caught her? And she's like, "We can't." And I should have known. Yeah, they can't comment. And um, she was very uncomfortable talking about it. But it sucks that. That we never had those problems. It was a BP Amico before that. I don't remember ever having these kinds of problems. And I don't know if I don't, I'm not necessarily blaming Casey's, but it places just kind of turned Somebody into a freak show. Somebody contacted me and goes, "Well, it never happened at Deli Mart. Well, we had a serious stabbing at a Deli Mart. Yeah, I mean, I don't it, think it has anything it, it, to do yeah. with the company that no, owns no. it. It has more to do with the people that frequent it. And I don't know. I don't know what's gone on with this Casey's. I mean, I've had, I've had you a couple. You walk in there, and the first thing you see is a, a long line of liquor. And you don't see that at the other Casey's. Well, the other thing you see often when you walk in there is a long line because they're always understaffed. Yeah. There's always one register open, yeah. eight people waiting in line. You know, huffing and puffing because they're frustrated and what have you. But when I saw that, I'm like, damn it. Don't need this. I mean, my property value just went up $70,000 from last year. And you know what that is, taxes. Mm-hmm. They just want, I mean, and my house payment went up almost $100 from 22 to 23 because of that. I'm paying almost, my house payment without any change in insurance has went up almost $100 just a month. And it's all taxes. And it's probably going to do that again next year. So the taxes are going up, but then you have stuff like this going on around. It's just it's frustrating. But luckily, the person was not seriously injured. It was just a weird circumstance. So they, they assaulted the person inside. Then they all three went outside. It's just, I don't know. It's just kind of some it's weird circumstances. Weird. It is weird. But my guess is they'll catch who did it. I would like to th- you'd think Casey's has security cameras, don't they? Yes. You have they to. Well, this, this guy, and then I got contacted by a lawyer. This guy... It hasn't been, it's, the case isn't done yet. 
Uh, but it, it's going to ruin this guy's uh, chances of getting a job. Well, then don't assault that, people. That he has sexually assaulted a woman. Yeah, it should hurt the guy's yes, chances. Yes, it should. Of getting a job. Yes, it should. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not pulling that down. It's so ridiculous. And the fact of the matter is, it, we're not even the first story that comes up when you Google the guy's name. It's like the Gazette. It's like the, the Register. Do you ever worry about any of these freaks coming out here? Well, you got Hunter. I mean, you'll, just, got Hunter. you'll just hide behind Hunter, won't you? Use him as a body shield. You get Lang here, too. You have two body shields. Yeah. You're just having me wow. kill off everybody. I this is quite, quite the thread here. <laughs> Back to the Hawks. One question I wanted to ask Brad, I was going to ask it three different times, but then the conversation went elsewhere. But I, I saw where only like two former Hawkeyes um, are, are Swarm members, something like, or almost no donations from former Hawkeye athletes. Where'd you see that? Uh, it was, I think, of Brad. So, oh, a post on a message board? Yes. Yeah, that's... that's I seems... mean, doesn't that surprise you? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I guess. I hadn't really given it much thought. Um, I guess I was shocked by that. I would have thought that would be, uh, you know, almost a, a no-brainer, but... Are you saying that because of the professional, like... The amount of Hawkeyes that are in professional sports. I mean, there are yeah, few. Yes. Well, there really aren't. There really aren't a lot when you think about it. I mean, when you football, you got you, you got a few. You got maybe what twenty, thirty in football. Thirty-five, I think. I mean, that's not really a lot. And you got what do you have in basketball? Two. Um, Wieskamp, Keegan, and Luca. Garza, and Wieskamp and Ke I mean, I, I'm not that surprised. You don't have anything in WNBA. What Iowa players are in professional baseball right now, top level? There's just not a lot of them. Is Jake Adams or no? I uh, know he's not. He's not. And I know the pitcher. There was a pitcher who had made. But we're talking like one. So we're all that we just mentioned, less than fifty. Well, you're right. That's not, not so. Many. But then you say, well, what about all the former Hawkeyes who are doctors or whatever? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's something they're going to have to address. Maybe they need. Uh, and I'm sure Brad sounds like he's got a pretty good idea how to do this. That's maybe one of the obstacles they have to try to. Maybe it's a lack of communication. Maybe there's just a disconnect right now. I, I don't know what that would he's be. And, and I don't know what numbers are at other schools. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's hard to say. It's just a weird landscape. And I, I mentioned it, I think, Saturday or Friday, that just looking at the rosters of the Big Ten basketball teams for next year, it's just I don't know hardly anybody. Well, Michigan just got Caleb Love from North Carolina, and they got somebody from Villain. Um, he's reloading his roster. Now they could have chemistry issues. North Carolina had chemistry issues this year. Pete mm -hmm. Nance went there, and they just never seemed like they had it together this year. But now Caleb, yep, Juwan Howard's going hard in the portal, and they're spending money. And I mean, Caleb Love is a good get, but will, that, will they have the right chemistry on the court? I don't know. Yeah. Because North Carolina was a huge disappointment this year. Boy, they sure were. And that's what Fran wants to avoid. Fran will sprinkle in portal guys when he needs to, but Fran would rather build his roster up, reward the people that are here more so than having to pay a bunch of people um, 
money to get here and that um like that and like i know they've lost a couple recruits because of nil i mean there was a kid who picked a different school in the sec and i i know on pretty good authority that he enjoyed his visit as much or more to iowa but it came down to just too much nil money to pass up 1.2 million dollars over three years that's retirement for a lot of people it's incredible amount of money isn't it for somebody who's never played here yet who never played in college yet it's not supposed to be used that way as an industry well, I, um, my guess. Yeah, you my can, guess. I'm not going to say who it is or who it isn't, but it's just um, it's not supposed to be used that way, but it is. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's being used that way. Well, of course it is. And it's so, but well, and it's it's was being done before, but it just under the table. Now it's everything's above board, so mm-hmm. it's just let her rip. And yet there's rest. still ways that they're cheating, and there's still oh, ways sure. that. There, there's always going to be people who are willing to step over the boundaries of doing right, right or wrong, and a lot of that's going on right now. So we'll see how this goes. But I mean, I like the way Iowa's doing this, and as long as they can stay competitive in the three or four big sports, I don't think you really have much to complain about. Now fans will say, "Well, we need to make a deep run in the NCAA tournament." I'm not sure if NIL is the reason. I I mean, NIL hasn't been around for a while, and Iowa hasn't made a deep run for a while. No, so it's not I mean, so we'll see. And I know NIL had a big was a big factor in Cade McNamara coming here. He sure even, Brad was. even admitted that he yeah. didn't share us any figures, but they they came up with the money for Cade. Now they need to come up with money for men's basketball, and I think Brad has taken steps to do that. And interesting because two of the guys that visited this week were both uh, uh, out of the country. One was Canada, and one was uh, is that? Yeah, Rink, where's Rink Mast from? Um, it's either Finland or Sweden or okay. I, I see. I, you know, I so NIL is not going to be no, not going to be a major player, and so we'll see. They're going to end up getting one of these guys at some point. I mean, I, I mean. Well, yeah, you would think. I mean, but much like recruiting, you have five or six NIL guys come in. You hope to get one, maybe two of them. You hope to bat 200 or whatever. That's just the kind of way it works. Yep. So it's uh, it's interesting. I mean, it's interesting to see it take place, but it's also very frustrating. I just am amazed at the people in journalism, media, who basically just all they do is recruiting and NIL stuff. I mean, just so-and-so. I mean, it's just nonstop portal stuff. I would go insane if, if now, I had I, to do I that looked nonstop. the other day. You had mentioned this, and I had not seen it before, but on three has a like an estimated NIL For like Juniors and seniors in high school. I don't know how they do it. I don't either. I don't know how they do it, and hey, more power to them. I, I couldn't care less about stuff like that, but some people do. But yeah, that's this. That's what they do. This is the same guy who started the crystal ball at two four seven. He's now doing the nil oh, thing. Oh, it's the same guy. It's the same guy. I can't remember. Rob told me the guy's name. He's, he started the rival site. Started. He basically builds, starts these sites, sells them for a bunch of. Now he's like a multi millionaire. Moves along. And then he moves along. And um, but now his new thing is the nil thing. But he was the guy who started the crystal ball thing. And I know you guys are really big on the crystal balls. Um, wow! The, uh, I'm sure, she appreciated he's that. From the Netherlands, Netherlands. R- Rink Mast. Yeah, yeah, you like that name, Rink Mast. Yeah, yeah. Rink Mast in the morning. <laughs> Continual favorites. Rink. Rink is a 
Not a name you see very often Isn't in the States. R-E-I-N-C-K? N-K, I think. Or N-K? Yeah, Rink. Rink Mast. Yeah. Sort of sounds like a bad guy, a villain on James Bond, you know? Or Batman. Or Batman. I watched the Wonder, the movie Wonderland last night. I didn't realize it came out 19 years ago the, with, um, what's his name, Val Kilmer playing John Holmes. It was okay. I mean, it, it, have you ever seen it? No. I knew, I read about the Wonderland murders, so I knew everything that was happening. And um, I think Josh, what's his name, Josh Lucas, or well, he was one of the actors in it. And, but, God, John Holmes, man, what a life. <laughs> <laughs> Died at 40. I mean, what a, just a, God, I could not have imagined. I mean, yeah. See the porn guy? Yeah. yeah. Johnny Wad. <laughs> Died Johnny night. Wad. In Johnny the Wad. In the morning. Johnny Wad in the morning. <laughs> were, you, were you not a big fan of Johnny Wad in his day? I can honestly say I'm unfamiliar with his work. Captain knows all about him. I don't know. He did most of his work, they said, between 69 and like 80. I guess. I didn't know anything about him. See? I guess porn was really big in the early 70s. Were you, that's when you were just a young... Well, I think it's still big. Oh, yeah, but it was new. It was really, yeah. Now it's old. And yeah, I've, yeah. No, I've never really been, never been much into porn. Did you ever it's have okay. your porn phase? Not really. Not really. It's not I mean, a no. No, not it, a, I'm not against it, per se. Oh, I don't. You know, that's their business. No, I mean, I don't care one way or another. Yeah, I know. really don't either. Just like the transgender stuff. I don't. I mean, now the comp, com, boys competing against girls, that's a little different. But I don't care what people you know, do. I don't I, would I don't know said, why we care so much about what people do. I would do. have said that before my cancer. But when I was getting the... they took away my testosterone uh i lost a lot of strength and um god i had yeah well i'm just saying that with that pms and everything i'm just saying your situation aside that at least in that situation the people against it have something to complain about other than just being prejudiced you know they at least have something that they feel there's an unfair advantage where a lot of people just are against it because they just are against them. They don't, yeah. And I don't care what these people do in their p- private lives or what they promote. I don't know why we care so much about what people do, what they are, what they stand for, why we want to meddle so much in everybody's business. Because we don't have any solutions to the problems that they got elected to solve. You watching porn? <laughs> yeah. Is that porn? Wow. Early 70s. John Holmes meets Seika. <laughs> Seika. I never Seika. even heard. You would never heard of Seika until I've me? heard the name. Never heard of Seika. Never heard of Gigi Allen? No. You guys just lead it. I, I, I can know. tell you that I also am not familiar with Seika's work. Yeah. I, well, I when they first say. brought it up, I thought you were talking about Seika. The coffee. Thank the you the, I'm coffee. not a coffee drinker, so I would never know. I'm talking about Seiko, the sex, not the coffee. And not talking about the watch, and Seiko. No, now she's like in her 70s, and the last thing we need to be doing is seeing any Seiko. I think what? she does a radio show in Chicago, I think. Should we have her on? No. You find out she's a big Hawk fan. Yeah. yeah I gave to the NIL. She's given to the NIL. Yeah. Brad would take the money. I'm sure he would. I think that's about it. <laughs> you think that's 
Time to hang it up? Yeah. What time is it? Yeah. Oh, God, it's already 1040 yeah. almost. Yeah. But, you know, thanks to Brad. Oh, we're going to have Adam Holuska on Friday to do kind of a kind of a basketball recap season wrap on the men and women. And um, I'll look forward to that. And, yeah, he's already got back to me today. He says that he's cleared his schedule for Friday. Oh, great. And um, everybody enjoy this weather. I mean, we got good weather all week, doesn't This is, looks fantastic. Yeah. You never know. Until the 50% <laughs> chance of rain on Saturday and 30% chance on Sunday. Softball team is in town this weekend, aren't they? Yes. So hopefully they get some good weather. And, I hope so. And I could. it'll be interesting to see how many. They got a little momentum going now. It'll be interesting to see how many fans turn out for that stuff because Renee does seem to have this team playing pretty good right now. Yeah. It, it sounds I'm like something that go, would be fun to do. Got to go pick out a Hawkeye Athlete of the Week. Now that Caitlin's not playing anymore, it's a little more competitive. Maybe somebody from the oh, softball team. Be. Yeah, so I'll have to go look that stuff up. And i got to do my taxes today at 1. I... Best of luck, friend. Well, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, It's going to probably cost me $1,000. So, okay, right. hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free. It's free.